0: Hello, welcome to 21st Century Bonses Podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. Welcome through relationship series. What are you learning these days? how can you, what do you want to obey in terms of relationship? Now, relationship is very, very important. The more I read the Bible, the more I realize how important relationship is. Now, First John chapter 4, verse 10, clearly says that not that we love God, but God loves us. And he sent, he gave his only son to be the propitiation for our sins. But not, right next verse, verse 11 says, if God is truly love, then we are to love one another. You see, the relationship that God loves us for sure. And He showed His love not in only words, but also in action that He gave His only Son. He demonstrated His own love toward us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's a Romans five eight. So everywhere in the Bible, we see the love of God for us. But that does not stop there. God wants us to love one another because He loves us as He loves us. So we are to love one another. And that's how we know that God is in us and we are in Him. So this relationship series is very, very important because we're not only learning about how how we can love God, how much He loves us, us, but we are also learning about how we can love one another, specifically between men and women, and parents and children, and workplaces, and the church. So today, we are going to continue learning about the relationship, particularly between parents and children. Last week, we learned From Ephesians chapter six, verses one through three, about how children must uh, deal with their parents. The children must obey their their parents, and then there is a promise that they will have a good and long life. Now, today we're going to continue with that parents and parents and children relationship. Today, particularly, we learn we'll learn about how parents should deal with their children. Okay. Now, if you're parents, listen this message very carefully because it reveals very very important truth about parenting now if you are not a parent yet yet, but you if you eventually if you are single maybe someday you will be a parent so this message is for you as well but ultimately we need to learn how God as far as the father reacts to us he how he deals with us okay so let's look at uh, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 just one verse Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Now, notice the first word, Fathers, does that mean mother is not mothers do not have to listen to the message? Of course, you need you do need to uh, listen to this message because it's not only about fathers; it is also father and mother. The parents need to hear this. But just think about this: not only these days, but also back in those days, like two thousand years ago, when uh, when Paul was writing this message, you know, fathers were mostly outside of the home because of work, right? So mothers mostly spend a really good quality time with their children but the fathers are working very hard outside and when they come home you know mostly they lay down in their bed and you know they are resting so they don't really have a lot of time to spend uh, spend time with their children and in much more so these days because of a so busy schedules uh, for lots of fathers in the world. However, specifically, you can see that this, it's really encouraging exhorting fathers, uh, fathers to do something for their children. No matter how many times they have with their children, they need to do this. So what do they need to do? Look at very carefully here. It says, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Hmm. What does that really mean? You know, uh, it is very easy because of the human nature, right? When we get angry, you know, we uh, yell and scream. But the problem is this. The anger is also very contagious. Let's say if you are angry now, and if you yell at someone, that person, the other person, will be angry as well. Proverbs 15.1, the words with the you know a radical emotion can cause someone to anger. So I remember, you know, in in my upbringing, um, there are a lot of parents who are yelling and screaming their screaming uh, at their children in terms of, in the name of discipline, right? Or sometimes they even spank their children. Uh, well, the, even in the Bible, the spanking uh, is encouraged in terms of loving them, disciplining them. But many times the spanking or yelling can be just coming out of pure anger toward their children. The, let me tell you, according to this Bible, if, of Proverbs 15, 1, the outcome result is not good. Because you're going to make other people, especially your children, being angry. And that is not good, right? So the Bible clearly says, do not provoke your children to anger. Notice that it doesn't really start with this. like, go... Go with your children for fishing, take them to a sports game, take them to a restaurant or go to their soccer game and watch their soccer game. You know, it doesn't start that way. Specifically, it touches on the anger issue because deep inside of our hearts, you know, many times when you see your children, you might be like, I don't understand boy. I don't understand the boy the girl. You know, they, they have a totally different characteristics and, you know, that's so pity that they don't they don't look like me. They don't act like me. They don't have my character. I just cannot take it anymore. And you burst with your anger. The problem is they will get angry, and that is not God's will. So we have to be very careful, uh, parents. Our job is not to make them angry, and that is only leading them to a bigger, greater sin. So we have to uh, we have, to very, we have to watch out what we do when we deal with our children. Because many times, many times they can get angry because of you, how you act toward them, so instead of screaming or yelling, maybe we can say the same words with a more temper I mean um, more attitude, okay godly attitude. so as a parent, I really do think that we really need to uh, be transformed by the gospel of Christ Jesus, by the Holy Spirit each day. Because, you know, parenting is a battleground. Imagine how Satan wants to use your family, uh, to use what you say to destroy your children. You know, that can be very possible. Yes, we can destroy our children by how we say and about how we act. So we need to be transformed by the Word of God each day so that what we say or how we act will not uh, disturb our children but will make a good impact on their life forever. So here is how, here is what you need to do instead of being angry or making them angry but raise them up with god's word so let's look at today's verse again he says but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the lord so bring them up means nourish nurture mature you your job our job as parents is to mature our children through lots of food or protein or workout or good schooling? No, none of them. What does it say? There are two things, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Discipline and instruction of the Lord. So these are the two tools that we need to use to uh, bring our children up in God's way. So what are the discipline, and what is the discipline, and what is the instruction? Now discipline here, it means training. And instruction means warning. It's more like a teaching. Now, going back to discipline, training. So what do you need to do to train your children? Not only to spend time, quality quality time with your children, but you need a consistency to do training. When it comes to training, you know, how many times do you need to train? For example, you know, I began to run uh, starting in October last year. And then first year, I mean, first month was very difficult. I could not really do. But I trained myself, I disciplined myself every day. And then I can run a 5k 3.1 mile uh, within 26 or 27 minutes these days. How is it possible because I'm an athletic person? No, not at all. I'm not athletic person at all. However, I discipline myself. I trained myself. But what did it take? It took time, intentionality, energy. It took time Every day I had to do it. Likewise, when you train your children, it does, it's not going to happen just overnight. You need to take time with children consistently. With what? With instruction, which is warning. What is that warning here? It's like, do not play video games, so you, you will not get into college. Is that type of warning the Bible is talking? No, it is the warning from the Word of God. Instruction of God's word, meaning the Bible, the word of God. Proverbs 22, 6 says, if you teach these things to your children, even when they grow old, they will not leave from there. So we need to do this early on. We need to train. We need to discipline our children with God's word. Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7. It's a very, very powerful word. It says, put God's word in your heart. As parents, you need to put God's word in your heart first. You cannot teach. You cannot pass on something that you don't have, right? So you need to intake God's word first. And then what you need to do is as you are doing it, you need to teach god's word to your next generation to your children when they are at home when they're outside when they're waking up waking up or when they're going to bed meaning every day every time 24 7 let your home let your family be the center of bible teaching Okay? teaching of God's word that is what the, and also obeying God's word you cannot just teach them without obeying it right you need to teach them to obey what God says that's what this discipleship is In Matthew 28 verses 18 through 20 Jesus called us to command teach everything that he says to observe meaning to obey what he says so teach your children to obey what the Bible says but to do it once a, once a year uh, once a day, I mean, once a week or once a month is not enough. You need to set time every day at some point of the day to teach your children with God's word. Very, very significant, um, important. So instead of making them angry by yelling or screaming, take time with them. And discipline them with God's word. Now, how do you do it? Practically speaking, this is what I do at my home. I have four children, and they are all in different ages. And uh, we have a college graduate, and high school graduate, and also we have a middle schooler, a high schooler. So we have all you know teenagers and uh, young adult in my family. Okay. However. Um, where even when all four of them are not here in my in my home, I still lead family devotion, facilitate the family devotion each day. So these days, this day, every night around eight o'clock, nine p.m. We got together, spent about 15 to 20 minutes. We go through a devotional book. Right now, we're going through John Piper's book, uh, which is called 50 Reasons Why Christ Came and Died. So it's a very, very, uh, really powerful uh, book. But you can use any book, or the best way is to go through the Bible books by books. So you can, uh, you can choose the book of John or Ephesians, whatever books in the Bible. You go through passage paragraph by paragraph or chapter by chapter. Just spend time with them to read God's word together. You don't have to teach a lot. Just, just read and also ask a question. What does God speak to you from this passage? And what are you going to obey this week? Or today, so that the following day you can check upon each other, like how they obeyed God's word that day and also how they experienced God. So that way, you know, you can truly have a healthy habit of reading God's word together and sharing God's word together as a family. So that's how you discipline your children with. God's Word. Very, very important. Also, do not just teach the Bible only. You need to show them how to pray so that they can learn how to pray from you. So as you are living the life of prayer, they will also copy you. They will also follow what you do. So even when they're young in this, uh, maybe, elementary school or middle school or high school but you know what these days a lot of those kids are having a lot of trouble in their home a lot of distractions a lot of temptations from, uh, from their friends because there's a lot of confusion about their gender identity and future, a lot of chaos going on. Uh, hopeless situation is happening all around the world. So these kids do not really have a lot of idea what the hope really is, what the faith really is, but what is it, why is it important to believe in God and follow Him? They need your training. They need discipline of reading God's word in their home and praying together. So they will stand strong to be able to fight against the evil scheme. Very, very, very significant. So do not wait until tomorrow. Start today. Start today with your family, with your children. Teach God's word. Pick up the book. Pick up the Bible and teach it every day. Uh, Doesn't mean that you have to preach. But read God's word. The Bible is going. To, Bible is going to teach itself. Okay, as the Holy Spirit teaches through His word to your children. So they will learn how to read the Bible. They will learn how to uh, teach, how to obey, how to interact with other people with Word of God. Now, this coming summer, uh, June 13th through uh, August the 21st, 2022, I'm going to facilitate a special event called the 70 Days Bible Reading Challenge. Yes, it is to read the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation in 70 days. Now, why 70 days? We can do it one year. Maybe we can take time, slow pace to read the whole Bible. I got it. Yeah, you can definitely do that. But just think about how your children are reacting toward the Bible. Many times, most cases, even the kids in the, in, in the church have not read the whole Bible yet. Even among some uh, adult leaders in the church have not read the whole Bible yet. Why is it important to read the whole Bible? Because it's the whole counsel of the Word of God. Again, Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, Jesus called us to teach everything that He commanded us to do, right? So we should not neglect one or the other. We need to read the whole Bible. Why 70 days? Well, study shows that if you do something every day for 70 days, it will become your habit, right? So the goal is this, through this campaign, through this um, the challenge, 70 days challenge to read the whole Bible, even if it, uh, it's a daunting task that you may not be able to finish the, reading the whole Bible in 70 days, but at least it will give a healthy habit for your children, especially youth and uh, middle school and high school and up, they will be able to uh, learn how to read the Bible on a daily basis. Okay so it may take about 2.4 hours each day giving about 10% of the day but during this summertime what are what are your children going to do you know if you're parents you may be already worried about what what you're going to do with the children you have no idea what to do with them so you might you might want to take them to different summer schools and different places in the church different churches for their summer program for their children that's all good however the best one is this take them lead them direct them um, mm-hmm to the Word of God, discipline, and instruction of God's Word. So I want to encourage you uh, to participate in this upcoming uh, event, 70 Days Bible Reading Challenge. So you can truly help discipline your children with instruction of God's Word each day so that even after that challenge is over, they can also continue in their habit, with their habit to read God's Word each day. There is no better one than that that in terms of disciplining them with instruction of God's word. So again, let's go back to what we learned so far. Do not provoke your children to anger. Very, very significant. It's an emotional stage. But if you make them angry, then problem is they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to come back to you, right? So we have to be careful. We need to have the emotional foundation, which is really coming out, flowing out from our own character. We need to be transformed by the gospel of Christ Jesus, the who, di- who died for our sins, even though we are sinners, meaning that we are enemies to Him, but He, instead of being angry toward us, He took the anger it instead, and He died on the cross to forgive our sins. That is the love that God the Father who already showed to us, so that likewise, we need to love others, including, Including our children with godly love so that do not provoke them to anger. Instead, we need to discipline them with instruction of God's word. We need to train them with God's word on a daily basis so that they can learn to grow. They will be mature followers of Christ Jesus, loving God and loving his word. These days I hear so many times about Christian parents. They're dedicated and they're doing a lot for the kingdom of God. But many times they post in their Facebook that praying for our children because our children are not walking with the Lord. And, you know, it's very possible. Even in the Christian family, the children may not walk with the Lord now. Well, God knows their time and God loves them as well. And we cannot force our children to believe in God, right? It is really between God and them. But at least as parents, what we need to do is teaching them, whether they receive it or not, our job, our role is to uh, discipline them with the Word of God so that maybe someday God will change their hearts and God will walk with them and then uh, their lives will be totally, totally changed and they can pass it on to the, their next generation and next generation multiplication of the gospel may happen in our families so let's pray for that and let's start from today let's not wait too long our life is short and their life is short as well so let's maximize the time that we have to discipline our children with instruction of god's word let's all pray together heavenly father we thank you we praise you for this wonderful uh warning and message for us father we want to as parents we want to raise our children Um, with your word so father please give us wisdom we know that the world is not favorable for christians anymore and uh, it's very difficult for our children to live as your children as followers of you but father i pray for brave brave heart and also father i pray for discernment for uh, their parents for us so that uh, we would not be um Delaying this responsibility, but we would be obedient to this calling to raise our children with your word. So that, Father, please change us first with your word and please use us as we proclaim your word to our children, work in a powerful way so our children would walk with you uh, for your kingdom. Father, we do thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I prayed. Amen.